0: Good afternoon, Cape Cod and the Islands. Welcome back to episode forty of the Cape Pod Sportscast. I'm your host Wesley Sykes, joined as always by Rich McClone. Rich, get off the phone. How are we doing today?
1: Oh, I just was looking at uh, you know, see if. Um
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. That's See, that, some things, that's good.
1: Apparently, China has decided that they're going to launch an artificial moon to light up the night sky.
0: Oh, right. that that has conspiracy theories written all over it.
1: That is a that is a strange thing to read. Yeah. On a Friday afternoon, it's something else. Uh, episode forty. Afternoon.
0: What what good Jersey numbers do you got?
1: Number, uh, number forty. Tuka, right. You tell me. two Rask. Okay. All right. That's the only one that I got.
0: The only one you got, number 40.
1: That's the only one I can think
0: of. Give me a Sean Kemp, number 40, Seattle Supersonics. Ah. Okay, give me a number 40, Bartolo Colon. Yes, give Seattle me a number 40, Randy, the big unit Johnson.
1: I got two more You got to <laughs> uh, step Johnson. up your uh, yeah, Randy Johnson. uniform numbers here. Yeah, Randy Johnson was awesome. I, man, talk about a guy who was just... Strike the fear of God into you stepping in that batter's box. Six oh, foot yeah. ten, ugliest sin, and threw the ball hundred miles
0: an hour. And had just a beautiful, free flowing mullet going on there. Oh, a yeah, the, the 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 prime. Hair yeah, and, uh, absolutely, it was great.
1: Pocked up face and
0: yeah, you know, and, he and he actually, he's coming like three quarters down at you. So if you're lefty, like everything's just coming in, in, in. He actually
1: is now a very good concert photographer. Is he? Yeah, I mean, if you you know Google him sometime. I know he's gone on tour, like the Chili Peppers and, you know, some of the big festivals, and he takes some really great photographs.
0: I think I remember that from his really lame uh, Hall of Fame induction speech. I think I remember him saying that.
1: Uh, I just know that it, I've seen the actual photographs. He's pretty good.
0: All right. Very nice. Very nice. Well, here is uh, – we'll, we'll see if we got some more 40s coming to mind, because we got to be missing some. Well,
1: I know There's that I've always a liked good, the good, good 40 ones. myself.
0: Well, yeah, there we go. A good 40. Ounce. Although you don't enjoy beer.
1: Back in the day, I used yeah. to I used okay. to tip back some forty ozs. You know, like the Crooked Eye, the oh, Pepper the the, Raffer, the uh, I'm trying to think what else did we, I mean? You could get like the Budweiser in a forty. But yeah, well,
0: you get you get the old OEs, the the old English. I think oh. that's the one that comes to mind.
1: Yeah, well, see, we stayed away from the OE. Well,
0: that's that's good stuff.
1: Uh, the Crooked Eye, man, that was
0: a little King's Cobra action. Oh that's my good stuff. Yeah. Oh. Mad Dog. Uh, but anyway, that's enough enough <laughs> about that. The there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's talk about some high school sports. Yeah, so We're going to do another, uh, you know, high school lightning round roundup, so to speak. Uh, we've got a lot of teams that are, uh, you know, either in the playoffs or on the cusp of reaching the playoffs yeah. as we wind down to, uh, you know, the the end of the regular season here for the fall sports year. Uh, let's start off in boys soccer. We're uh, sandwich right now in the playoffs. They're nine, four and two. Good. Uh, I believe they they should be second in the ACL. They're in the playoffs as we currently uh, speak Everybody's for the chasing Nosset. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of which, they came off a one nothing uh loss on the road to Nasir uh, last week to close out their week. Uh despite that though, they're they're outscoring their opponents 7 to 2 in their last four games, so including two shutouts. It's hard um, to
1: take a loss to is oh, especially a one nothing loss. Right. So that's like yeah. a win.
0: Yeah, and they've, you know, on the season, they were swept three nothing overall. So I think that's you know really you're playing them pretty yeah. you know tooth and nail right there. Uh, second uh, that comes up uh, for the best on on our region here for boys soccer is uh, the born uh, canalmen who are eight four and three, our second place in the SEC small. Uh, they are come they're also in the playoffs. They're coming off two wins this week a three two win against Wareham and a four one win on senior night. Uh, both uh, that was at Wareham. Aponica was obviously at home. Um, two. I believe it's four goals from Diego Villanueva in his last two games, the One Peruvian problems. Uh, oh, yeah, Christian uh, Christian Turner, his senior captain, uh, also has three goals and an assist in that span. So they, they've been kind of been clicking on all cylinders recently. Uh, then we get down to uh, the Mashpee Falcons, 8-3-2 right now. They're also in the playoffs. Tough uh, loss yesterday. The drop, oh, yeah. yeah drop. Well, we're not going to time stamp this, uh, right?
1: Tough loss recently when they played Cohasset. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was a game where – If they had taken that one, they might have been able to win that Tobin division. It was really, really a tough first half. They lost three, uh, they lose three nothing, gave up all three goals in the first half. Chris Hutchin, right of the goalie, though, 15 saves in defeat. Um, They're playing very good soccer. To go on the road and play at Cohasset, that is always tough. Uh, The Skipper's one of the best teams in D4. And what I loved was Coach Ed Furtek said to me after the game, he said, You know, Rich. We know there's a good chance we're gonna see them again and we might have some surprises for them later on.
0: Yeah, and you, you spoke about Hutchin Ryder there. He has a uh, you know, only allowed eleven goals on the season. The Falcons are outscoring their opponents thirty four to eleven on the season. Uh, Jack so, Dano having a really good year. Yeah, him. yeah. So I mean that seems like, you know, pretty good. You're you're playing most games three one at that point, you know, if you're looking through a ten game stretch, which is not the case, thirteen games or so, but you know, right around a three to one average that that you're playing in. Uh, next up is uh, the Upper Cape Tech Rams, six eight and one on the year. They've uh, given up thirty four goals while scoring twenty one, but they're coming off a pretty pretty strong defensive week here. Uh, they had a 1-0 win uh, last Monday against Bristol Aggie. A uh, or, or I'm sorry, that was uh, later in the week. I believe that was on Thursday, uh, and then and then beat. Tied Old Colony, who's undefeated right now, uh, 0-0 on the week, two. So they're second in the Max Mall. They're 6-8-1. They're, uh, they're pretty much secured a berth in the Division Four South tournament by virtue of that second-place conference finish. Sure. Um, their goalie, Blake Martin, sophomore, split time at, as defender uh, and goalie on JV last year. First start in the net last week, came up a solid 17 for 17 and saves. So nice little hat tip to Blake there. A
1: nice job there.
0: Uh, Falmouth Academy is next up three, seven to one. They've been outscored 36 to 11 on the season.
1: That about sums that up.
0: Okay. And bringing up the rear is you're found with Clippers two, nine and two outscored 35 to 15 on the year.
1: Did score a very nice tie the other day, uh, recently against, um, Marshfield high three, three game, really fun game to watch. Okay. Gio board, scored his first ever varsity goal about 10 minutes ago. Um, Anthony Carson had a goal in that game as well, and Evan DeLinks. It was a very fun game. one nothing Falmouth, 2-1 Marshfield, 2-2, 3-2 Marshfield. Falmouth comes back at the end. And also, Falmouth, Fred Torrenfield now has a scoreboard.
0: Oh, beautiful. Very nice. Thing. That's that's key. That's important, actually. But, yeah, you know, not enough teams do. You think it, that's kind of like a thing you would expect? Yeah, it's so not, nice. Not, when, not so much.
1: Well, especially when you're covering soccer, it's nice to know when you're you need to write down when was that goal scored.
0: Right. You don't have to go up to the ref or go yeah, up to exactly. the timesheet or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, over on the girls' side of things, uh, Falmouth, no one has clinched a playoff spot yet. Um, you know, at, by the end of October 19th, uh, that so by that yeah, week cl- or so. We're getting close to the end. Yeah, so by the, by the close of that week there, no one has clinched a playoff spot, but Falmouth ranks the top of our local teams at 7-5, and five, outscoring their opponents 31-21 to 21 on the year.
1: Yeah, tough loss uh, on the road to a very, very good Marshfield team, one of the top uh, teams in you know southeastern Mass. Battled hard. It was two-two at halftime. Then the Blues went four-to-two. Uh, Tory Ralston, uh, big game there. Kayla Thomas played well. Clippers look good. Problem is, is because the record is so close to 500. When they get into that D2 state tournament, probably going to have to go on the road. Sure. And, you know they're not going to have an easy draw.
0: Yeah, and uh, not, bar- not far behind them is Sandwich at 6-7-2. They've been outscored 24-17 to 17 on the year, although they did uh, close last week with a 1-0 road victory against Dartmouth. They, they, that's become a pretty good non-conference line league rival uh, for the boys and the girls' soccer teams. Yeah. But uh, Kelly Murphy with the game-winning goal, the game's only goal with less than a minute to play. That's kind of piggybacking on the strong play of Sarah Lustig in net all year uh she's been great as uh, only a sophomore i believe so uh this team uh, like we said before they have players that are a little bit younger uh, i think it's a more balanced team than we saw from last year's team uh but it's just going to be a matter of you know getting over that hump of putting good drives on the ball putting good carries on the ball yeah, and actually scoring some,
1: they've had some injury issues as right. well I mean, that team is really stocking up well for the future i think the lady knights you know if they make the tournament this year you know, that experience is going to benefit them greatly down the road.
0: Absolutely. Uh, moving on, Falmouth Academy, 6-7. and seven, They've allowed the same as they've scored this year, which is 14. Uh, have you gotten a chance to see uh, the Mariners at all this year? I haven't year? seen
1: them too much lately, but, you know, Brooke Feldot's having a nice season for them there. Um, you know, <clears throat> Cassie Weir, good player. They're just, you know, up and down, up and down in that uh, Cape and Islands league, which is, you know, very heavy on – haves and have-nots, and they kind of just fit somewhere in the middle right now. Um, but battling for that state tournament spot, going to have to close strong with only a couple of games left to go.
0: Absolutely. And then we'll go over to uh, first-year head coach, Julianne McKish. McKish. McQuish. McQuish. Uh, with Masters 5-7-1, they've allowed 38 goals while scoring 23.
1: The problem, the Falcons, you know, inconsistency has been their biggest issue. Saw yeah. them recently. Uh, played a very good Cohasset team that beat them 3 to nothing, but they have some winnable games coming up. They're going to play Falmouth uh, very soon, and that is going to be tough for them, but after the Falmouth game, I believe that they could squeeze their way into the tournament, but there is very, very little margin for error. I love the way that uh, Callie Eaton has been playing for them lately. Um, Sam Kersey up front is very uh, gifted. She's quick, and she's got good ball skills, and, um, you know, Anna O'Neill also have a nice season. Ashley Kelleher, who's basically good at whatever she does.
0: Yeah, I've heard that heard that name yeah, a lot.
1: Very strong on the back end for the uh, Falcons too.
0: Okay, so with Mashpee still kind of clinging a little bit to their playoff uh, hopes and survival, there, I think these next two teams are decidedly out of it. Uh, it's Bourne, who's four ten and one. They've given up forty two goals while uh, uh, scoring twenty two. Um, again, I I think. This team this year, what you take out of it is that it's a young team that's learning how to play together and play at a you know a different level. I think you know we said before about seventy five percent of this roster is you know freshmen sophomores, with most of them being freshmen, talented freshmen at that. Uh, they uh, had a nice uh, 3-0 win against Wareham on their senior night. Uh, Alexandra Cunningham had a goal. Amanda Orchuk had a goal. Claudia Rogers had a goal, a clean sheet for her twin sister Avery and Net. Uh, so, again, there's just sort of building that continuity, and I think next year and the year after is when you really start to see this team uh, do some damage, especially late in the year. Um, I think the same could be said for uh, the Upper Cape Tech Rams, who come in at 3-9-2. and two. They've allowed uh, 52 goals, a whole lot of goals this year, uh, but scored only 17 Uh, Indicative of that kind of goal differential They're coming off a 7-1 loss uh, On the road to Tri-County last week
1: Yeah, problematic when you can't score
0: Yeah, so it's going to be tough there But I do like what first-year head coach Paul Ahern's doing He's installing a culture uh, As well as a foundation So I think when you kind of build it from the inside out like that and get the kids to kind of really buy into what you're selling, buy into the sport, and and kind of build the game from the minutiae and then kind of go to that those bigger details. I think that's how you kind of build a winning program. He seems to have a good reign on, on uh, doing that, especially in the early goings here. But uh, on the field hockey side of things, uh, sandwich field hockey is currently leading of our teams in the region. They're 8-3-4. and four. They have a playoff spot. They've outscored their opponents 24-10 to 10 and are coming off a pretty sound week last week. They had a 2-0 win against Montemoy at home and a nothing-nothing uh, tie against D.Y., uh, who is undefeated and probably the best team in the area.
1: Yeah, that really impressed me that they were able to do that. Um, D.Y. does not give up a lot of goals, so... To beat them, you're, you're going to have to score one. Yeah, I think
0: they've given up like three or four all year or yeah, something Yeah, you have like to that. be almost perfect. Yeah. So to
1: get out of that with a, with a point is huge for the, uh, for the Lady Knights. That's yeah. a big tie.
0: And their uh, two goals against uh, Monomoy came up pretty nice. It was Macy White uh, kind of had the first goal for them, and I believe I'm blanking on the second name there, which I apologize for. But coming out into that game, they were held scoreless in their previous two games. Of course, the Falmouth one. And then the D.Y. game as well. So offense has been an issue for this team. To, but when you have, you know, Sarah Curry and Nett, who's only allowing, you know, 10 goals on the season. And I don't know, say 12 or 15 games this year. That's, you know, pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like 0. .7 or something. So only the D.Y. goalie has a better save percentage uh, than Sarah Curry. Uh, Falmouth isn't far be- far behind. They don't have a playoff spot yet, There's but they're 6-3-3. Three and three, So that seems... Uh, Like they're only a matter of time. They're outscoring their opponents eighteen to twelve. What do you got about the Clippers?
1: Well, Hannah Toby and Goal has been fantastic. Aaron Lavin, Mm -hmm. uh, Kate Brody on the back end. You know, like Dy and like Sandwich, defense first with these uh, field hockey teams, and that's the recipe for uh, success. Back to back wins over Marshfield last week. Took a, uh, I, I believe it was a three nothing game at home, and then a one nothing game on the road. Back to back shutouts for Toby. Um, Jackie Tolino has been putting the ball away for them. Quinn O'Rourke, you know, strong on both ends of the field. Lindsey uh, Lindsay has been doing a really nice in the, uh, job in the midfield. Uh, Matt Caswell, they've got they've got some nice pieces. They're starting to put it together. Three-game win streak. I like how the Clippers are trending on the field hockey uh, field.
0: All right, absolutely. Uh, one team that's not trending very well at the current moment is Bourne. They're 4-8-1, and one, allowing 37 goals uh, while only scoring 17 they posted a winning week two weeks ago, going three and zero, and they followed that up with an zero and three performance last week. Uh, a couple of hard fought games. That was a two one loss at home against Westport. There's a you know two zero loss that was you know one nothing at halftime later on uh, in the week there, which I'm blanking on. I think it might have been a in one of those games, but uh, you know the, Julia Lissier had scored points and four or five straight games uh she was my athlete of the week this week for Bourne. so nice little sophomore for there's some young young pieces on that team but uh you know mike massman has got uh, you know a little bit of work to do with that team moving forward through the rest of the year uh, and that brings up Mashby, who's three eight and two allowing 39 goals uh, while scoring 11.
1: yeah the goals have been hard to come by if zoe Farron's not putting it away not you know, there aren't many other goals to be had. They did score a recent win against uh, East Bridgewater. Scored a 2-0 win. Zoe Karen okay. had both of them. Uh, Kylie Harrington in goal. Actually, an easy day. Only needed to make seven saves there. She's probably, you know, she's got, got to have over 200 saves on the season. She's been fantastic. Unfortunately, just not a lot of offensive support. Courtney Story's having a nice little uh, season for them. Um, they just lack punch up front losing Tara Palermo and um sure and, yep. uh, Shiloh Hendricks last year just a lot to make up for they were a tournament team a year ago this year not so much um with the amount of games left I think they would have to run the table to get in and it just does not look likely
0: yeah uh so that that rounds up the field hockey coverage There, moving on to volleyball where uh the Born Canalmen reigns supreme once again 17-0 you know 15-0 in their conference uh, they have a set record of 51-3 and three on the year. Uh, they've continued their 13-game home winning streak with a game against uh, Wareham last week, uh, which also pushed their, uh, with wins also against Aponequit, pushed their conference win streak to 28 games. Uh, last Saturday, they, uh, they snapped a five-game losing streak to Medfield, dating back to the 2009 state championship game. That's, that's so. Crazy. Medfield, uh, from my understanding, is down this year. They graduated a lot of players, but this, this is just kind of the mental mindset, I think, of getting over Medfield. Uh, it's a team that's kind of haunted uh, – the Born program dating back to when my fiance was on that team actually, oh, wow. so she doesn't have a lot of good things to say about the Medfield Warriors. Uh, <laughs> Come on, <but> <laughs> Julia has nice things to say about everyone. You'd be surprised. She's got a mouth like a sailor. That one, that she's nothing but cursing. Uh, but uh, anyway, they're obviously in the playoffs, vying for that number one overall seed. Uh, Falmouth also in the playoffs, fourteen two, very strong year from the Clippers. They have a set record of forty three and fourteen on the year.
1: Yeah, and you know. The thing is, fourteen and two overall, fourteen and zero in matches that count because they uh, excluded Barnstable and I want to say oh, okay. uh, Dartmouth. I think was the other one. I could be wrong huh. on that. One, New but Bedford maybe. It was somebody from yeah. that. Era. But fourteen and two overall, they're playing great. Um, just scored a recent win over a way overmatched Sturgis' team. But the thing I liked about that th- in the sweep, they only gave up twenty nine points total. So they're playing really well. Shane McLeod in the middle. Caroline DeLinks, the Pope sisters, Abby Pope coming up on a thousand career digs needs to average about 22 per match. The rest of the way Mm -hmm. seems very doable because she's been averaging about 26. Okay. Um, so, you know, 1,000 digs in uh, volleyball, a lot like a 1,000 points of basketball.
0: Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. And from a defensive player, that's what you love to see on the back line is someone who can get those balls and get those serves out.
1: Yeah, so uh, they have been rock solid. Riley Gregory was Max Preps Player of the Week uh, last week. She's, gosh, going to be averaging about 35, 40 assists a game. Okay. So the Clippers doing a really good job, and they are gearing up for that state tournament run. You know they can make a very deep run i believe
0: yeah they should have, should have a good strong seems like they got a t- strong team every year but uh what is it, ernie holcomb What's yes, is sir. yeah uh, he seems to always run a kind of a pretty tight ship there. very eccentric guy ernie uh the sandwich uh blue knights come in next at number three they're eight and seven uh they've lost more sets than they won despite the winning record at 28 to 32. uh so they're still got a playoff hope although they haven't clinched just yet but they continue around this 500 trend they should be in good shape they're coming off of a 3-0 road win against nantucket to close out last week so that's uh definitely a nice trending in the right direction where they didn't have to you know go out and come from behind this time
1: yeah their problem i believe though right now is the last projection I saw was they were going to get in, but their first round opponent might be those found with Clippers, who have handled them pretty well.
0: Yes, absolutely. Maybe you kind of hope for a uh, third, you know, playing a team three times in a course of the season is always tough to do. Maybe you kind of rely on that sort of thing, but it would seem like the, the Clippers would have the clear-cut advantage uh, in that matchup. If uh, they
1: win out, though, then you know they. would you know, maybe that's not the case, teams, right? So. You know, I think the Knights, they have some nice pieces. Yeah, Jenna
0: Buttrick is an amazing outside hitter. I think their lack of support around her forces her to get away from what she does best, which is spiking the bomb, forces her to play a little bit more of a well-rounded game.
1: Yeah, their passing game could be a little bit better because that's what that game really comes down to is setting up, you know, the big hitters. And too often, you know, they're just bumping it over. Because they weren't able to hit that, you know, the clear dig to the good pass, and that's what it comes down to in that game.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because it's all about setting up the kill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Upper Cape Tech, after a pretty promising start, they started off the year four and zero. Have gone two and twelve since, and they've been uh, out. You know, their record in sets is twenty one and thirty nine. They came off a uh, three two home loss to Bristol Aggie to close out their week last week. Uh, so, again, the team that started off very well, but it just kind of faltered down the stretch. I don't know if that, they just got to a busy part in their schedule, but it appears that uh, the, the Rams are missing out for the playoffs for the second straight year. Uh, closing out our high school uh, lightning round, roundup here, will be uh, some golf action where we have the Sandwich Blue Knights, just towering over everybody at this point, 18 and two finish out the regular season. Uh, they ride, they close out the week with a four, four game match streak uh, and two matches, pretty much So two try matches. They won both of those Duxbury and Dartmouth. Uh, and then I'm blanking on the other two there. Uh, but, Oh, it's uh, Marshfield, uh, Brockton to close out the week. So they bo- won both those games. They have so much, so strong interchangeable parts. I, had, I saw three guys go under 40 for, for a match. Like, That's just unbelievable when you think about it. But, you know, I I think they're going to be a really tough team to handle in the D2 South uh, sectional Cape and Islands tournament that takes place in Easton on Monday. Uh, And then see who qualifies from the individual records on that one. I would imagine their number one, Alec Abramson, Sam Hood's always a good player. And then you can kind of mix and match. Maybe you got a Christina Tim, uh, Timmy in there, or maybe you got a James Ventry in there. You know, you got a couple of guys in there who you kind of, uh, mix in as, as a good shot as well.
1: They're good. They're good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I really don't have much more to add. I, yeah. I haven't seen them in person, but I see the scores. And so often they get a couple of guys in the thirties. And when you can roll out that kind of consistency, it's just, you know in the bottom of their lineup is
0: good. Yeah, that's the big, it's not the bottom of the lineup's not shooting 50. They're shooting mid mid 40s or lower. So that's yeah. you know something nice. To see. And another team that's kind of had a nice well-rounded uh, approach throughout the year is Born who's also in the playoffs. They finished their year 12-3-1. They beat Panicoat at Brookside last week to claim the SEC regular season title by two points, 130 to 128, and then followed that up with a third place finish uh in the conference tournament at Bay Point. Uh, later in the week, I believe that was last Thursday uh, So they're setting themselves up for a nice deep run as well Into the D3 South uh, Cape and Islands tournament Also taking place on Monday uh, Which is the uh, at, at Dennis Highlands Oh, there you go uh, Mashpee, also clinched a tournament, 10-3-3
1: Yeah, Mashpee, really um, really great regular season But they've kind of hit some hiccups lately They had the loss to Bourne a couple of weeks ago Tide Bourne uh, very recently Then a tie and a loss to Falmouth you know, nothing And that's
0: a, those are letdowns.
1: Yeah, um, very very windy day. I was out there. It was over at Willow Bend. They played one match, but they did a Stableford in a match. So yeah. one bad day, and it gives it results in a tie and a loss for them. Um, you know, the top of their lineup is as good as it goes with uh, the two Spencer brothers and Kyle Puchol, but somebody's going to step up and be that number four or five right. guy. Um, the scores there have not been what you would desire. And going to the state tournament, they're gonna need that fourth guy to step up and that there's no no way around it.
0: And I think the difference was, if I remember correctly, against uh against Bourne and that tie, if I was if I remember that scorecard correctly, it was Puchul and one of the Spencer brothers who blew out Born's Bourne's top two Absolutely, players. Absolutely, yeah. And then I think it was maybe a tie or like a one point difference between the number three guys on yep. Bourne. And then the last two is where Born made up that difference and it kinda of came back on that time, made up for, you know, Spencer's and, and Puchel's high number or low numbers I should say. Yeah,
1: and that's how it's been all year. Right. Those top three kids are rock solid, you know, right around par or, you know, within a couple of shots Then after. Right. You know, we're talking mid fifty type scores and against good teams it just doesn't you know, it doesn't work. The and when you have that team
0: that team style format, it doesn't matter how low your top guy goes. You know, if yeah, you, you got to have that—that that some some sort of even flow to your top six, top four, top five, whatever it is. Yeah,
1: exactly. So th- someone's going to have to step up and uh, shoot a good round come tournament time if Mashby wants to move on.
0: Absolutely, and then uh, Upper Cape Tech also in. So we got four of the five teams uh, all in the playoffs. They're nine, seven, and one. I uh, had a strong showing uh, to close out their uh, their regular season with wins against. Uh, Bishop Connolly I believe they also had wins against Westport Uh, maybe Carver as well wanted to say was in there maybe that was sandwich maybe maybe I'm mistaken there but undefeated to close out the regular season again they'll be partaking in that Dennis Highlands D3 South tournament on Monday Um, and then then lastly I believe this closes out the the book on the uh, found Clippers season for 12 and 1
1: yeah, but they, you know, what they did were able to do was, you know, they closed with a win against Spellman, and then the, you know, the win and tie against Mashby. Young team, most of the best players will be back, and Coach Rich Mason is stressing that these guys have got to do a better job of playing over the summertime, so that when you get into the season, you are, you know, playing at a high level. These these kids, for the most part, weren't playing a lot of golf until the year began, and we see now that they've warmed up and figured out what you know their games are they're scoring better get to put in the work in the off season
0: yeah absolutely and i think uh, that that just about wraps up our uh, you know coverage right now at the current moment we have 10 teams in the playoffs and it looks like we could possibly have anywhere between 14 to 16 if things kind of work out right in a perfect scenario uh, that's not including the football teams which looks like we will probably have four teams in uh, so that's you're looking at about 20 teams right there from the four, you know, four local towns. So that should be, uh you know, nothing, nothing short of a lot of fun for us late in the uh, the fall season.
1: Yeah, we're going to have some runs. Uh, gosh, I mean, we could be covering some of these teams really, really deep. I think of that, you know, born volleyball team. Yeah. The, either
0: football team in yeah, your end. Yeah. yeah the
1: Falmouth, uh, you know, the Falmouth volleyball. team. Yeah. with our field hockey teams, you know, especially with Falmouth, they play in D2. Right, and they're one of the bigger and better D two uh, teams. So playing a lot of D ones and playing some very tough competition in the Atlanta Coast League, there is no question in my mind that they could make a deep run come state tournament time. Yeah, and
0: I think I you know I had the same thought about Sandwich last year. They welcomed Dedham in. I don't know what the difference was uh, in um, seating, but it was big. You know, Dedham yeah, Dedham came in. As a 500 team, a 20th ranked, very lowly ranked team, um, and they won out and won a one nothing game. So some of these big city teams come out and they kind of come with that big city swagger, even if it is field hockey we're talking yeah. about here. So it's always interesting to think. Well, you, the ACL is obviously good. you got some good field hockey teams around the area, but I just don't know what it's like outside of this bubble. Oh, that is and true. And that's man. that's what's always fun about the postseason.
1: Well, we're going to find out. We've got matchups galore, and I think next week we'll definitely have a clearer picture of who's in and who's not.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll be make sure to uh, give you all the news and updates, as we always do here on the K-Pod Sportscast, which, by the way, more than just on iTunes – more Stitcher. than just on Google Play, more than just on SoundCloud. We've just been accepted to Stitcher. We've been accepted to TuneIn Radio. Uh, we have Spotify pending right now. We have iHeartRadio pending.
1: We worldwide,
0: baby. You can find us on Podcast FM. Uh, you can find us on these other pocket case, uh, something like that. I don't know. But that's you can find us on there as well if you happen to use that application. Uh, Just give us the old search, K-Pod Sportscast.
1: Subscribe to us. Yeah. It's worth your while. But
0: iTunes is the most important one. Uh, I think that's the leader in the clubhouse here. But uh, subscribe us, rate us, review us, and give us a follow on Twitter. Rich, where can the people find you?
1: At the Rich McClone.
0: Yes. And at Wesley Sykes underscore. Uh, There you go. Sounds like another, another week in the books.
1: Rock on, brother.
0: Beautiful thing.